Speeding and the sound is speeding. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, August 30th, 2021. On today's episode, we got, I did a comedy on a pirate ship, and uh, they, and uh, also, oh, it's the Big Drew Freestyle Intro, because you know we go to the Drake, and a show in the VLT Lottery winnings that come home with me i put 20 in the slots and i'm up 100 bucks put 300 yesterday but that's my luck okay hi welcome to another episode of this week with drew this week with drew uh for monday august 30th 2021 <laughs> how are you how are you how you doing pal hey buddy how the fuck are ya? Well, oh, yeah, me too. I'm feeling pretty good. I hope you're feeling good too. I hope you had a nice weekend. And uh, yeah, let's just start off the show with a little bit of a, we had a little bit of a, Okay, great. I hope you had a good weekend. It was nice and sunny. It was rainy some places. It was sunny other places. Lots of stuff, lots of weather happening. <laughs> there was this guy, Liam Creswick in Edmonton. He used to do a, a joke, which I thought it was a really funny joke. A lot of fat on it, though, as most of his bits tended to have. <laughs> but uh, he would say, he would also agree with me on that, so that's not really shade. But the point of the joke was that people talk about the weather, but the weather is just something that, like, happens to all of us. Like, you know, so does the slow decay of time. <laughs> Where, like, rather than saying, it's a nice day out today, you'd be like, yeah, hey, 2.30. And, like, oh, I heard it's going to be 4 o'clock later on today. And, uh, yeah, I heard it's going to be, like, four, 4 in, like, 90 minutes. And uh, very funny joke. Five-minute bit. Didn't need to be that long. Anyways, hi, welcome to the show. I, uh, I had the weekend. Why am I keep saying that? I had my weekend. I uh, did. So, Friday night was comedy. Uh, I had two shows at Comedy Bar, which was sick. There was the the headliners of tomorrow. The headliners of tomorrow. So obviously the guy who booked me did not know I've been headlining for almost a decade, <laughs> but that's fine. I'm having a beginner's mindset, practicing nothing but gratitude, man. So I'm just thankful to be on the show. And uh, yeah, fucking uh, actually, buddy still hasn't paid me for that, which is like, what the fuck? I'm meant to get paid. Um, but uh, yeah, so I had the show and it was nice because I was up first up bullet, which I was just like, oh man, this guy really, I'm like, I, I, let's go, man. Like, let's hit him with the fucking juice right off the top. And uh, Joey Harlem hosted and he was wearing no nothing but a fucking, uh, like a, tra- a track pants from the 70s with a literal, like his nut hanging out. Like I was standing <laughs> on the comedy bar steps. You have to go down to get into comedy bar. And he was up top having a smoke and I was coming out of the door. And I could like, because of the angle of his, the, the down to the up and the way his shorts was, like I fully seen like a nice nut sticking out. And then maybe the tip. I could have been a tip. And if he's a left, uh, if he's hanging to the left, it was definitely to the. T- it was definitely a tip, but it was definitely a nut for sure hanging out. So Joey's up on stage wearing nothing but a fucking seventies shorts, and that's it. Like seventies workout shorts, like he's Olivia Newton John getting physical, and it was awesome because he's just smashing. And then they have a little fucking rope, you know, like the little rope that uh, that they like the stanchion rope, like. That for making like lines at air pl- at airports and stuff like that, they have one of those in front of the stage, like right on the stage, to like 
I don't know, to enforce physical distancing or something like that. But I went up and I was just like, what the fuck is this? Like the virus prevention line? Like there's no, this is COVID. And then I was acting like COVID was like uh, trying to get into the nightclub. And I was like, nah, bro, you ain't allowed in. And then I zooped it closed. Ah, Comedy, stand-up comedy, not as funny as when you describe it uh, three days later. (laughs) But anyways, it was all good. And it was a fucking sold out main room. And I started doing this joke about how masks are like seatbelts on airplanes. Uh, and it's like, people don't know what to think when they hear me say that, because <laughs> they don't know if I'm an anti-masker, which I'm not, but they also don't know what to think when they hear that. They're like, is this, what does that mean? And then the people who get it instantly are like, yeah, fucking a, that's hilarious. And then I have to explain it to them. And then it gets, it's going well because I'm like, cause the way I, the way the joke goes is like, I don't know. I shouldn't, I shouldn't break it down too much, but the, the point the I, we don't want to start, uh, you know, pulling the curtain back too far here. But, uh, but the joke essentially is just like, Hey man, fucking, uh, you know, nobody ever heard of an airplane crashing, but all 300 people survived cause they were wearing their seatbelts. <laughs> and I feel the same way with COVID. It's like, buddy, we've been wearing masks for like two fucking years and people are still dying, but imagine how bad it'd be without it. Right. Exactly. So there you go. Um, so yeah, comedy's going good. And then, so then Saturday I had to drive to Ottawa by myself on the road again. I went back to Ottawa And I fucking went there with my friends And I went on to Ottawa I went to Ottawa Where the people are so stupid And I went Uh, so yeah, I went to Ottawa, I drove four and a half, five hours, it took me a fucking hour to get out of DVP, man, fucking traffic is just fucked, man, and, um, and it was nice to be on the road, just like, just by yourself, listening to podcasts, and just kind of like chilling and getting in that zone again, and then going and checking in the hotel, and obviously, the thing with, about being a comedian, here's what it's like being on the road, is you wake up at whatever time, um, that you need to, whether it's like six in the morning or whatever, Uh, in this case, I didn't have to be up that early, but you wake up at whatever time the gig necessitates and then you fucking get your shit together and then you hit the road and then you, uh, try to be there at least three hours before the show time because you want to, in, in some instances, be able to do a sound check if you need to be able to do a sound check, but you also need to check into the hotel and shit like that. And always when you check into the hotel, there's always a fucking problem with the hotel. No matter, I, I mean, not always, but at least like, I'm going to say 75% of the time, either the lady does not have any record of the booker booking this. It's not under your name. They don't have the right credit card information. They didn't even uh, like There's always something fucked with the hotel. So you always got to call the guy. In this instance, they didn't have a pre-authorization for the credit card. The guy who was booking me his credit card. So obviously I had to fucking put the dough down for the hotel room. And, uh, and it's like, yeah, whatever. I was expecting this. <laughs> I've been on the road for fucking 12 years. It's the only time that it's smooth check-ins is if you're like, uh, if the hotel knows that if they're doing the show, like there's this gig in Cranbrook, Cranbrook breezy and you go in there and this room. Okay. So Cranbrook used to be like one of the best gigs on the map. Cause it's like a, a little mountain town. It's about a nine hour drive from Edmonton or maybe like a five hour drive from Calgary. So Alberta comics would do it all the time. And, um, and the thing with Cranbrook is they ran the room. It was like the bar of the hotel had a comedy show. 
and they would put you up at the hotel. And back in the day, apparently, the the rooms had free porn, and this was the early 2000s, so they had like a, a like an unblocked porn channel or something like that. So all the old road comics would be like, they would they would uh, this was before you know you could just get porn or whatever, but they would they would like be like, yeah, Cranbrook, <laughs> like they're so nasty. And uh, and then also at the Cranbrook gig, there was there's a bu- uh, breakfast buffet. Um, a free breakfast buffet that's advertised on the Cranbrook Hotel with the, with the stay of the room. And you get a little breakfast voucher for your free breakfast in the morning. And the first time I did the gig, I checked into the hotel and blah, blah, blah. It was all good. I see free breakfast on the outside. I'm like, oh, sick. Right on. I'll go for breakfast in the morning. So I do the gig. And mind you, the hotel hates this gig. I don't even know who wanted comedy here. Nobody, seemingly. Other, not even the comics. By the time I got there, it was a shit gig because it was a far fucking drive. Because so many comics had been through there that they were just like, and like all the shit that comics bring and the mental illness and the liquor and the partying and just the fucking, you know, idiots. Just, uh, just idiocy. Sheer idiocy. So the lady in the morning, I'm like trying to get, and I'm like getting the free breakfast or whatever. And they're like, oh, do you have the breakfast coupon? I was like, no, actually, I didn't get that when I uh, checked in. She's like, oh, just talk to the lady at the front desk. She'll give you one. And it was this old lady who was like, looks like she's like been at the Cranbrook Hotel like since before it was built. <laughs> she's just been manning that desk like some fucking kind of, like some fucking Stephen King sort of apparition. <laughs> like she, she, nobody knows how long Dolores has been here. She's not the manager, but... But she's been here longer than the manager. So anyways, it's fucking old Dolores and she's fat and she's just sitting there and she's old and she's and she just got this look on her face like she's just grumpy and she's just ugh, like ugh, another person, another human. How dare I see or speak to another human while I'm at work? So I'm like, hi, uh, hi, how are you? Hi, um, I, when I checked in last night, I did not get my free breakfast ticket. I was wondering if I could just grab that from you. And then she looks at me and and I don't know what she said. She goes, I don't know how she saw it in me. Maybe, I don't know, whatever. But she goes, are you a comedian? And I was like, oh, yes. Thinking like, yes, I am. Like, what? Well, yes, I am. I'm one of the comedians. This is my first time there and also very young at being on the road too. So I was like, well, yes, I am the comedian. And then with this, her eyes lit up like it was the happiest thing that she was was about to happen to her all day. And her eyes lit up and, she, and a little a little like black tooth grin appeared on her face. And she goes, well, then you don't get a free breakfast. And I swear to God, I'm not exaggerating her tone like it was like, well, you don't get a free breakfast. And then, uh, <laughs> like internally, she was like, <laughs> "You, you think you could get the free breakfast, but Nesferatu says no." You know, and she, and it was so weird, man. And that's when I clued in. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like this is maybe um, there are some fucked up people in this industry. <laughs> that's when I clued in. So fucking that was the Cranbrook gig. And, uh, and, and then that's how it is with hotels, right? So sometimes that, so anyways, I go to the gig and it's a hotel and then I get ready and I go down, it's a gig on a pirate ship and there's like, and it's like, you go down the fucking Rideau Canal and then there's a, and then there's a hour long comedy show and, uh, and the guy who booked it, Matt, and there was another guy, Ben and me. And, uh, and so whatever we set sail at seven o'clock, it sold out 43 tickets that were allowed on the boat with COVID or whatever. And, uh, and it's got a little speaker and stuff. So it's like, ah, this is a pretty cool gig, man. And then we take off 
And Ben goes up on stage, and I talked to them about this, so I'm fully telling, like, I'm being honest here. Ben goes up on stage, does not introduce the show. That is my biggest pet peeve out of every fucking stand-up show is when the first person who goes on stage immediately starts doing material. Uh, Not, hi, how are you? Thanks for coming. We have a great show lined up for you. Your headliner tonight has done X, Y, and Z, and he's very happy to be here. Please give it up for fucking Joe Blow. Right? That's... And, and and that's how you start every comedy show. I don't give a fuck who you are or what you think you're doing. If you don't start your comedy shows like that, then you're not a real MC. And I will fight anybody on that. There's art guys who can, whatever you want to say. For, oh, well, there's no rules, bro. If you're saying there's rules, then you don't know. You don't know. And I used to be that guy. When I was six, seven, eight years in, I used to be like that guy. Maybe six years in, five, six years in. Like, there's no rules, bro. You can do whatever you want. No. <laughs> you, want, you want to have a good fucking night hi thank you so much for coming to the show my <laughs> we got a great show lined up for you not get on stage so i'm fucking jerking off right and this bitch upstairs is knocking and you <laughs> whatever you know what i mean like you can't that's fucking that's not how it goes so Matt, so ben goes up and immediately starts doing material and just starts eating a bag of dicks bro like he's just bombing fucking and uh, ends up doing, so it's an hour-long show, 320s. This guy does 28 minutes off the fucking top. And then Matt goes up, the guy who booked the show. Um, and he also immediately starts bombing. And I don't know what the fuck. And the audience, like uh, the stage right, the open bow, because we <laughs> we had it on the fucking stern. Or we had it on the port side, sorry. Or yes, we had it on starboard, actually. Fuck. No. Where did we have it? No, we had it on port. Sorry. I don't know. I'm not fucking on my boat things. I'm fucking up where we were standing on the boat. I know that the bow is the front. The stern is the back. Fucking port is left. And starboard is right. So. I'm on fucking port. And the op- or and uh, the show's on port and open bow. They're trying to be a good crowd, right? They're fucking trying to be a good crowd. They're laughing, <laughs> like you know when when the punchlines are kind of softly landing, and but stage right, bro. The fucking stern, very stern. The stern was very stern, and they weren't given anything for the boys. And I was like, honestly, I am with you guys right now. This show fucking sucks. <laughs> like it was really bad. Uh, and then so, uh, but because the, Ben did 28 and then fucking, uh, and then Matt goes up and does like 25 or something. So now we're at, now, uh, whatever. I only had like 12 minutes left to do before we pull back into the Harbor and I was meant to do 20. So these guys ate eight minutes of my time between the two of them and both eating a dick too, which is, I've never understood that how you can like willingly do more time. I don't even want to do more time when I'm doing good or when I'm doing, I don't want to do, I want to do the least amount of time possible. I love doing stand up, but I, if I, if my headlining gigs were like 13, that's how much I like doing. I like doing like 13. <laughs> I just like to do like 13 minutes. And then after 13, I'm like, why well, you get the fucking point, but you want me to keep doing this for another fucking 45 minutes? <laughs> like, you get it? We had good time, right? You, I, I proved it to you and you proved it to yourself. So I've never understood that, how people want to do more time when they're fucking eating a dick. But maybe it's just that part of comedy where you're like, I don't know, maybe I'm not eating a dick. <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing is then I went up on stage and then I'm like, okay, so they bring me up for my last 12 minutes. And then the first thing I said, well, this was a perfectly uh, great way to ruin a, or this was a this was a great way to ruin a perfectly nice boat tour. 
And the fucking release, it was like a zit that popped. Stage right, finally gets to laugh. Stage left, oh my god, we actually can laugh at something now instead of fake laughing it. And it was like, and then I just started doing, I I had to throw the boys under the bus. I was like, man, what the fuck are you guys doing, bro? I'm like, look at this guy. He's been looking for a life raft the whole time. This guy over, you know, I'm like just working the crowd, like doing, you know, like this old granny over here is regretting her, like every decision she's ever made that led, led us here tonight. Pretty much every all the crowd work I could do that was like making fun of the fact that the show that I didn't want to make fun of the boys for shit in a bed. I wanted to make fun of the crowd for understanding that it sucked and acknowledge that I understood them understanding that it sucked. And that I, I think they just needed to someone to come and be like, you're not crazy. This has sucked. And I'm here to fix it. <laughs> and if you come in with that energy, I swear to God, it was like, boom. And then they were giving me, I got a pause break within three minutes because they needed it, man. They were looking for the juice and I fucking had, and they, and I gave it to him. Right. And after 45 minutes and no juice, man, it's the juice, it, the thirsty, it's, it's pretty quenching. So I just hit him with the juice and did like fucking 12 minutes of jokes and then got off and the boys are like, fuck, I'm sorry. Like, whatever. Fuck, I'm sorry. And then I'm like, whatever, boys. I don't give a fuck. Like, it happens, man. You guys, you know, it's, you know, I, uh, I've been in comedy a long time. I guess Ben had, though, too. I didn't know that. Oh, shit. We got the fire alarm going off here. <laughs> That's okay. Smarto, do you need help? No. <laughs> oh, God, no. She said no. Things are going fine in the kitchen right now. <laughs> huh? What? It's oh, it's crispy. She's saying it's crispy. That's the way I like it. It's nice and crispy. Uh, so I did the boat show. That's the early show. And then we have the late show. And now Matt's going to host and Ben's going to middle. And fucking Matt goes up and does the same shit and doesn't intro the show. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, you guys, does nobody know how to MC here? Uh, like, you know, and again, straight into material. And he's doing a little better this time for sure. Absolutely a little bit better this time. But still kind of like, uh, you know, like the audience is kind of like whatever. And Ben was, he apologized to me a couple times. He's like, bro, I'm sorry. I went over. I'm sorry. I fucked up. And I'm like, whatever, man. It's all good. And Ben went up and then he retooled it. And then he went up and started throwing fucking fire around, throwing a little heat around doing a couple crowd worky things and i'm like okay this guy because he's an absolute guy and those guys have a fall like a um not a false sense but uh the, if you just only do that club and and you bring those jokes elsewhere you'll realize that they are not as funny as they are <laughs> as you have perceived them to be um <laughs> So whatever. So he, t- he tightened it up a little bit and that was fucking nice. And then I got to go on on there and it started raining immediately started raining. Uh, I shouldn't say immediately, but it was dripping a little bit. It started going down during Ben's set and then it really started coming down during my set. And I was like, okay, well, fuck, I don't, I don't think it's nice to be here. And, uh, <laughs> and then I started riffing on the rain or whatever and just fucking doing a little Lady Gaga rain on me or whatever. And that was hard. And I uh, and I was like, let's fucking just turn the boat around, man. Like, we're literally driving around in the middle of the Rideau Canal in the fucking rain. Nobody wants to be here. <laughs> so we just turned it around and got back to the harbor five minutes early. But that was it was fun shows. Like, they were a good crowd. The rain crowd was actually awesome. All the old people went under the little canopy, but all the young people, like, stood and, and hung out and shit. Um, and it was really cool. So, yeah, and then we just went back and I got a little House of Georgie and a couple beers in me and just went to bed, man. It was fucking awesome. House of Georgie, if you don't go, go to Ottawa. If you don't know, 
they just get the pepperoni with gravy, buddy. And that's exactly what it is. It's a fucking pepperoni pizza and they just dump gravy on it. And if you say that's nasty, well, I agree with you. Uh, the first time I ever heard of that or went there, I was like, what the fuck? Why? What is this? I don't want this. But you eat it with a knife and a fork and it's kind of like a poutine. It's like a deconstructed fucking poutine. Um, I mean, kind of. Instead of fries, you got, you know, pizza dough, but you got cheese. And then a little bit, if you get the cheese, it's like a poutine. You know, what's the fucking difference? You eat a poutine, but you can't have gravy with pizza on it? What are you? What are you, the king of France? <laughs> um, okay, wow, 20 minutes. The podcast has been long lately. Uh, promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by our Patreons. Anthony, Blair, Joel, Nick, and Mac, and Bubba, Marnus, Bryce, Taryn, and in the motherfucking Hall of Fame, Colette and Andre say the name. Blah. Also, uh, promotional consideration is provided by our sponsor, KingTutsCannabis.com. Use the promo code Drew, D-R-E-W, for uh, 10% off your order. And right now, they're doing a promo on the Eris 8, which they fucking gave me. And it's like a portable dab rig. Um, I still got to do, um, do a video on it. But they got a dab mouthpiece. And it's like you can use it as a multi-use vaporizer. So you can put the shit in. Anyways, if you buy the Eris or order it or whatever, they're hooking up a bunch of fucking dabs. And, uh, yeah, really good value. So go to kingtutscannabis.com. Use the promo code Drew for 10% off your order. Also, if you're buying weed, get the blue cheese. Man, that shit is, uh, it's floral. And it's fucking cush. And it's nice. And I've been smoking on that. uh, And I've been really loving it. So go to kingtutscannabis.com. Use the promo code Drew for 10% off your order. kingtutscannabis.com. Smoke like an Egyptian. Uh, okay, I did the boat show, comedy bar, uh, I was gonna talk about Dave Mustaine, but we're already at 20 minutes, whatever, I'll talk about it on, on Thursday, uh, which is my birthday, we're gonna do a birthday podcast, fucking A, okay, so now I didn't load up a dad rock, hmm, should I do one? Oh, did you guys see my fucking, uh, did you see my, uh, adding guitar solos to songs that don't need them? That went a little micro viral, that went viral for me, I don't ever get hits over like 10,000, but it's almost at 10,000, so that's pretty sick for me. Um, okay, are we going to do Dad Rock? I think we're probably not going to. Okay, yeah, we're not going to do Dad Rock I because I didn't download it. I kind of fucking forgot. Uh, and I got another I got another guitar solos with uh, that don't need them coming up tomorrow. So you guys will get the guitar content. Okay. Thank you so much. I love you guys. Uh, I love you. I love you. Say it back. Say it back. <laughs>